Mystery Brothers. Mystery Brothers. Mystery Brothers. Mystery Brothers. All right. So, this is now uh, episode 17. Yep. A mystery bros? Hell yeah, dude. We're getting up there, baby. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um this episode, you know, we've got some interesting topics. Um we are gonna we're gonna start off and we're gonna talk about Easter Island. Yes, definitely. The, the mysterious how is it what is it? Moi 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 statues. Moi Yes, all those statues that they have uh on Easter Island. We're gonna go kind of into you know, we'll talk about them. We'll talk about what we know about them. We'll talk about, you know, theories of where they came from, yeah. blah, 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 that kind of stuff. Um, and then for the second half of the episode, we're going to split this one in two because both of these topics, you know, they, they we, there's not a ton of information. Right. On, so we're just kind of split them in two like we do sometimes. And um, the second half, we're going to talk about simulation theory, which is... Uh, <laughs> That one is, is we're gonna go deep. Yeah, strap in for that one because it's uh it, that one's interesting. There's it's we will admit that a lot of it is I mean almost everything we talk about there is pretty much like theoretical and just kind of hypothetical and it's a lot of like philosophical stuff yeah. that we're talking about. We will admit we just kind of go deep and ask some crazy questions and stuff, but like overall it's 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 an interesting topic, so we decided to talk about it. Um, but yeah, just a pre-warning. We get a little crazy and deep on that that second half. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, we are going to talk about Easter Island and the Moi Moi statues there and just kind of go into that. And then we'll get into simulation theory. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So when you talk about Easter Island, um, it's a small island uh that's kind of in the in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Uh, it's a territory now of Chile. Okay, Chile. Chile. <laughs> how you, how you like to say that? Chile. <laughs> I think it's pronounced Chile. Chile. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I've heard that Chile is really nice. Yeah, like it's a it's not the richest country, you know. A lot like there are a lot of like impoverished impoverished people there. But overall, I hear it's a pretty nice country, and there's um, some cool cities. I also heard that. Um, Do you ever notice like one of the top military uh, videos they uh, released from Chile? Chile, Chile. <laughs> was like a UFO video that couldn't wasn't explained. It was like four years ago they released something, and it was like the first time a government, like Chilean government, Chilean government released a UFO video. Really? And they couldn't explain it, so they just asked for help. Like, could anybody explain what this is? And no one could explain it. No one could explain it. I did it. not see the video. Was it, was it cool? Did you look at yeah, it? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, does it look like a UFO? Yeah, what it does, like, they've tried to, like, it let out some stuff and, it, like, moved around. And the Chilean government, the military, like, let out because, like, they said, we've had top experts look at it. We can't figure out what can't this is. what it is. So, like, they asked like anybody in the world if they could help out and no one's been able to solve like the theories that have come close they've tested but it does not look like it is in the video like nothing comes close to that so it's pretty interesting 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 that's cool i did not know that chile had some some scandalous ufo stuff not really scandalous but some like some juicy ufo videos i gotta check that out after this 
Going, getting back to kind of the, our main uh, story here. Yeah, so back to Easter <laughs> Island. Easter, Easter Island, Island is a territory of Chile. Chile yeah, it's actually one it's, of them. It's kind of off the coast, right? I mean, like I no. said, Chile is like the entire. No, not like right off the coast, but it's like no, it's deep. It's way in the Pacific. So Easter Island is one of the most remote inhabited islands in wow. the in the world. Interesting. It's, it's in the world. It's the most remote island in the world. Really? Yeah. The most remote island in the world. The most remote island in the world. Holy fuck. It's small too, right? Yeah. It's only what? 62 square miles. Correct. Yeah. So like the nearest inhabited land is, uh, is around 2000, uh, what or should I go 2,075 kilometers away or 1,200 and, uh, 89 miles away from the next closest island. And that island is very small. Um, At the moment, it has like a population of 50 people. Holy shit. That's like North Sentinel Island shit. That's tiny. 50 people. How how does an island like, how do you live on an island with just 50 people? I guess it's like a nice tropical island. Just like you just got beach to yourself and just. Yeah. So Easter Island, I, I, I saw the population is about. 7,500, like 7,500 people. Yeah, right now. That seems like a lot for an island that's only 60 square miles. Right? Is there like any cities on the island or anything? No. They say the nearest in uh, the nearest city is 2,000 or like 2,606 kilometers away or 1,619 miles. Holy shit. I wonder what kind of, how these people live, how these 7,000, that's a pretty big... It's a lot of people, in my opinion. Yeah, for an island that small. Well, now that nowadays they have are like, they like ships. tribal. No, this is like a, this is, this, yeah, this is like a regular civil. Like it's an actual civilization. The old like, people that made these statues, they're mostly not. Their culture's kind of been. A lot of them were later used for slaves by the Spanish oh. and stuff like that. So the cultures, like, there's st- definitely still some inhabitants left from that place, but most of them are now like from everywhere. That's crazy how you look. I bet you that like gas there is probably super fucking expensive. <laughs> I bet you, you like, I bet you food and everything there is yeah. like super expensive because it has to be like exported unless it's like, or imported. I mean, they probably have like a ship once every fucking three days or something. Yeah. Right. Like unless it's stuff that they can make on the Island, you know, like, I don't know. They probably have like cows and sheep and stuff on the island that then they make they get meat that way and stuff but for seven thousand people they're gonna have to definitely import stuff so like the cool thing about easter island is obviously the moa the moai which just has like captured the world yes and how these statues have been built it's it's baffled people for a long time right so these statues like have baffled people like they are like they look so good like and they're kind of like weird shaped heads too they're like eggs. I don't know, like long, long, longish heads, um, small neck. They don't have much. They don't show anything else. It's kind of just like shoulders, small head and a huge head. Yeah. It's mainly just like the, their heads and like their faces are just really big and long. Um, and there's a lot of them, right? Isn't there like 900? There's over, there's so many of them yeah. and they're all in different stages. Like, from where, so they were built from uh, volcanic rock, which is kind of easy to chip away from. And they mm. kind of figured out how you could chip it. They've proven how you how you've been able to create how they kind of look. Okay. No one knows why you kind of make egg shaped people. So it's not it's not a mystery how they were made, right? Like we no. know how they were made and stuff like that. So this isn't like the pyramids where it's like we have no idea how they made them. Like, no. We know they made it out of volcanic rock and 
and you know triptids and stuff like that. But the mystery is how they moved them yeah, around. Yeah, how they moved stuff, them right? around, right? The the crazy thing about them is is just how enormous they are, and for um, like what we, we believe that that it was like Polynesian people between the years twelve fifty and fifteen hundred AD is when they were made. So like back then we, they didn't have like any sort of like technology, really anything that could like help move these things. And they just have no idea how they were placed and moved and stuff. like Right. That. Maybe they were, maybe they were like, maybe they were just there and they just had the rocks were just there and then they just carved them like out of, you know, and just left them there. But a lot of times they don't think so. Right. No. Um, but yeah, so like, and they have like red clay hats, some of them too, and they don't know how they got them on top of that. Yeah. So like we said, there's over over 900 um, on there, and the tallest one is 10 meters or 33 feet high, and that one weighed 82 tons. Okay, so that is insane. Right. It's extremely heavy. That wasn't even the heaviest one. The heaviest one. Um, it was a little bit shorter than that one, but it was like, you know, kind of stockier. So it weighed 86 tons. All right. Wow. Which is insane. Um, now it says there, that there was one that was, that was unfinished, but if it was completed would have been about 70 feet tall and weighing about 145 to 165 tons. Wow. Insane. It's just insane, and so they've proven how they you can maybe move move the statues. Like they've done the log theory, where you like place logs on top of each other. I mean, the the rap the Rapanui people said that they walked to their place, and so you'd like okay, well they obviously didn't walk through the place. Like <laughs> that's that a lot their, of help. That's a lot of help. That like, was their explanation. They just walked to wherever they were supposed to be. Yeah. And just, they, there? they okay. just walk. That's in their legend. Like if you ask like one of their surviving members, so how did they get over there? Like a yeah, legend says they just walk there. <laughs> so the people that the people that built them, talk about the people that built them a little bit. Yeah, so the people that built them was basically like a primitive culture. Um uh-huh. they didn't even really have like a written language. A lot of it's just like passed down from what we know from their culture. Okay. And the stories of what we heard. They're kind of like Polynesian, right? Yeah, like they're, they're Polynesian yeah, people. Yeah, Polynesian. They probably like Pacific Islanders, you know. Also, well, we have to realize, like, how would they even get to this island? Yeah, right. People, <laughs> even the fact that people were even on this island is interesting. Back then, I mean, I mean, people have been on, you know, there's been islands for a long time, but it's like, how did someone had to first get there at some point, yeah. and then just like stay there? I guess. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, the people just like kind of rode over. Just maybe just like rode Amos. Dude, do you think they just didn't know where they're going? Just like in a row somewhere. Well, it probably had to be people from like Hawaii or like the other or New Zealand or something like that, right? Like so far away. Yeah, Polynesia. New Zealand isn't. Yeah, it's super far away, but like it's probably close to or any of the like the islands up by like Indonesia and like Papua New Guinea, like all that kind of stuff. Possibly like some some from islands. But they're all out there. still like sixteen hundred miles out. Like yeah, they're what still makes so you, far. What makes you go six fifteen hundred miles in a direction where you have no idea where you're going? I think it might have been like an accident. You think they were just like 
I'm just, no, I just, I just kind of curious. I'm just kind of curious. Yeah, like how yeah. you get to so that no one island. really knows how people got to that island, huh? Yeah. Okay. So the first European contact was um, in 1722 on Easter Sunday. So that's how it's got its name. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was actually going to, I was wondering that, like why it's called Easter Island. Okay. Found on Easter Sunday. Um, his visit resulted in the death of about a, do- moving a, so much. a dozen Islanders. Um, and it, he ended up wounding many others. So he was like kind of aggressive. They're Spanish. <laughs> Not a good first impression. Huh? Yeah. Who was it? English? No, the Spanish. Spanish. Okay. Yeah. And they, and they're the first people who like wrote that they're like, holy shit. Like, look at these statues. They were amazed when they were on the island. They wrote journals like, what? Who made, they were captivated. When the Spanish saw them? Yeah. So, it's interesting because like after that uh, period, when they went, when the uh, Spanish went back, or actually this time, like the English and Spanish kind of traded off coming back then. Mm -hmm. um, A lot of the statues were knocked down. Oh. And... They think, well, why'd they, per- and it looks like from like with the evidence of archaeological archaeologists can uh, look at that they were, that these, this would then naturally just fall down. Like they were purposely pushed down. Okay. And they're wondering why would the uh, Rapa Nui want to do this? Well, they, th- well, a lot of people think, well, to them, they probably never seen a white person in their fucking life. Like, yeah, they could, we, they could have just been aliens to like, to, uh. To them, it's like it's basically aliens because they've never. They, the the theory goes like why they knocked them down is because they've never seen anybody else. All they know their whole entire life is that island and nothing but that island, and these gods were meant there to protect those island the, the islanders, and they obviously weren't protected when these Spanish came and did whatever they want. So a lot of them like that for them that was like deja deja vu like like what are you talking about? They like, were angry so at their think ancestors. That they were frustrated that. They thought that those statues were to protect them. And yeah, then when the Spanish the came and just yeah. murdered a bunch of them, they yeah. were like, fuck you guys. Like, yeah, this was all bullshit. And then yeah. pushed them over. Yeah. That's what they okay. think. That's what they but theorize. no one knows for sure. No one knows for sure. But that's, that's a good, I mean, it's a plausible theory because to them, like they've never seen anything else. They yeah. yeah. Like, wow. And they weren't friendly. So. Yeah. A whole lot of help. Those statues <laughs> were, <laughs> that's what they thought. Yeah, so they were just basically there for the statues. Um, so, and then later on, which kind of kind of dampened everything for the culture, is uh, uh, in the, like in the eighteen hundreds, a lot of the population was uh, Peruvian slaves. Ooh. They were sold into slavery. Really? Yeah. So that's kind of ended their culture and kind of went moved them into chaos and a lot of. Um, but you have to notice by then, the population was very low. It was 3,000 people. At its peak, they say there was over 12,000 people living on that island. Wow. When was this? This was back in like between 12, 8, like in their peak when they were making all the statues. Okay. And they're wondering why all these people just left the, like, left the island. It's a huge mystery. We still don't know why, why the population shrunk so much. Well, didn't they get taken for slaves, or is that before that it started? That's to before the okay. It, so it, even before that, yeah, the population was starting to shrink. Yes. Did they do like sacrifices, like human sacrifices, maybe like that type of stuff, or I don't know. Well, we don't know. 
Maybe there, they just stopped having so many kids or something. <laughs> There's a theory that when the log theory is that there are like many tribes on the island. They're not just like one big tribe. Okay. And that a lot of these tribes are like fighting to make the bigger statues. Oh. And they so, would fight each other? No, the theory would go that they cut down all the trees to, to so they could move their statues. And then they cut down all their like lush forest Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that kind of seems a little ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know about that. Another theory is that they um, they just like over farmed, used it for cow too much, and then let the trees grow back up. That they Mm. were forced to leave the island that way. But they've like looked at other islands, and that didn't happen on other islands. So like they thought, yeah, that seems a little weird. That's also a huge mystery of like what happened to these people. A lot of people think maybe it's the climate change. We really don't know, but that's a huge mystery that. And they didn't really have like a written language or anything, right? Like, so they don't have any records or anything of like stuff that was going on. No pictures, nothing. No. Damn. So they're just kind of lost, huh? They're just gone forever. Lost civilization. We don't know exactly what happened. They had this ritual on the island. Um, there's like a small island off Easter Island, very small, and you'd place an egg there, and they'd have a competition. You, the guys would jump off a cliff, and whoever get the egg first and bring it back would like win. Like that's a huge prize. Okay. All right. So the big mystery is like how they moved these uh, statues because yeah, we obviously know they didn't walk into place like uh, <laughs> legend says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean they. Like we said, they kind of know how they were made, and that's not really that big of a mystery. They're carved out of like the volcanic rock and stuff like that. But like, like I was saying earlier, some of these weigh like, you know, fifty tons, eighty tons. The one, you know what I mean. So it's like, how did they get them to these spots? Yeah, because they believe that they they weren't just carved in the spots that they're at, right? Like they they're pretty sure that they were carved off site and then moved to where they're at, right? Yeah, they had one location from the sh- ship. They've actually experimented they, they they pushed them down. A lot of them are still in the motion of getting pushed down. Um and then the others and that's where they all they came from and that's where they like moved them around the island from that one central location. Okay. So they know where they all kind of came from yes. within the island and they're they're spread out all throughout the yeah. island. So that's the mystery is how the fuck did they move these things back in 1200 AD, yeah. right? So the log theory was tested in 1974. Uh, you just basically put a bunch of logs in front of each other and just like kind of roll them. Yeah, rolled along. And it tested, it could work. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. So I, people are a little skeptical that they use that because there's not like many logs like just... They could have just rotted away, but there's not many evidence of just like logs. So basically like they, they get, you know, 10 to 20 logs and they like lay the statue down on the logs and push it on the logs and just keep moving, you know, the the last log to the front every time. Right. And kind of just, it's like a moving wheel thing, I guess. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's a way to move heavy stuff back then. You know, I'm sure that that's the way they did. But like that, this is a primitive culture. They haven't even, they didn't like the, the wheel. They don't even know what they didn't even know what the wheel was. Yeah. I mean, so you could just figure out that you could just move. Like, I don't know how they came up to that. I think it's possible. I think it's possible. No, it could happen. Yeah. We don't know. 
They're not stupid, you know. They figured out. They obviously they figured out how to carve these cool statues and stuff. Now right. I think they could figure out like, hey, if we put it on a log, it logs roll. You know, I think they figured that out. So it's like, I don't think that's too crazy. No, that's why like a lot of like for the longest time they're trying to figure this out, and then after like they did the log experiment, they're like, okay, I think that's how they did it. But now they've done some more research, and they said they might have actually stood them up. And they actually did walk. It would help the theory. Like So you'd have ropes on both sides, and someone would stabilize it. And then you kind of pull on one side, pull on the other, and it would kind of walk. I see. So that's maybe how they did it. So it proves the walking theory. Okay. So maybe maybe when the people were saying that, hey, they just they walked to where they, they wanted them, then maybe they meant, like, that's the way that they moved. Yeah, because like, it looks like it was walking. Yeah. yeah. So they've proven they, they could do that. But the big mystery is like, okay, how many people would it take to like, like for the big move ones, move them like that though? We don't. It just doesn't seem like the smartest way to do it. Yeah, so that's why they're not sure about that theory either. Like again, this is, can't be proven, right? Log theory seems like the smartest way to do it, you know. And it seems like it wouldn't be that hard. You'd probably only need like 10, 15 logs per statue, right? Right. I don't know, how, I, but some of them are so fucking heavy. I don't know. You'd have to get some big ass logs. Yeah, but okay, it's cool that you moved it. How do you get it standing up? Yeah, that's one thing about the log theory, though. Is yeah, you wouldn't. You would have to stand it up separately somehow. Yeah. If you did the walking th- thing, like they said, it would already be stood up when you got it there, though, right? Right, but again, how they get <laughs> it to stand up in the first place? Yeah. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's still a mystery to them. I guess they've like said maybe if you like prop it up with a lot. They that's still a hard thing to explain how they got them to like. Because if you used a rope, that still would be really tough. Like you'd have to have especially eighty tons. Like how many people do you need for eighty tons? Yeah, that would be crazy. Um, maybe you put like logs underneath and you slow. I don't. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, so like they kind of lived like the Native Americans, maybe not even that advanced, like with the housing and everything. So yeah, it was very, it was very tribal, yeah, it was and, very tribal yeah. lifestyle. So it's a huge mystery, and uh, these big red domes that they uh, put on. Shit. Yeah, that's right. They also had some of them. Uh, the Moai Moai had um, like these hats, kind of that they carved separately. That they put on top of them, right? Our yeah. just like put on their like. In caps because like they don't know how they put these hats on uh, top of some of these colossal statues. So they were carved in rock and and like you know some of them are thirty three feet high, like ten meters high. Wow! And some of the hats weigh up to thirteen tons. Wow! And they and they somehow got those on top on top of the fucking and they know that they weren't the built yeah they weren't put to, they they were nicely crafted together but they weren't moved together they've known that wow how do you get them up there that's with a, a crane that one's, that one's interesting with a crane they didn't have fucking cranes <laughs> or they maybe a pulley system a theory thinks like they got both both on logs right and they just kind of like just placed it on like. When they like barely lift it, place it on, and then it got up. Okay. They still don't know how the fuck they yeah. even stood these things up. So right. Like, so there's a lot of mysteries here, like how but how they, they move them. To be honest, I 
and they've noted that some of these red size like caps were, mm-hmm. were put on statues later on. Yeah, they know that for a fact, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's just a lot of mysterious stuff that we'll never know the answer to because all the people are dead or became slaves or whatever. You know, anyone who probably could tell you about it. Even like, even when like the Spanish came like way back then, they never asked like how you made these or they did. Is that when they told them they walked there? Yeah, I think that's that's when they were just like, yeah, we, they just walked there. Legend has it because okay. these this is 17th century now. So this is 500 so they years. Were made, yeah, even these, hundreds of years even before. Yeah, that, this was okay. like 500 years before that. So yeah, I'm sure a lot of maybe even some of them, dude, they didn't. I don't know. Maybe they probably didn't even know. Yeah. To be honest with you, I don't think the moving them, I don't think that the moving them is that crazy. I I don't see anything. I don't see why the whole log theory is so insane. Like, I think that that's been, that's been a mode of transportation that people have been using for like thousands of years. Right. I don't think that the logs, the log thing is that crazy. So that's something, but then how did they stand them up? And then how the fuck did they get those hats on top of them? Yeah. Those 13 ton hats that they built separately and they put them on there somehow that that stuff's kind of crazy yeah some of the uh let's get into the real theories like yeah the logical theories right yeah yeah let's get into the actual theories yeah so one of the theories goes that that the whole try the whole culture thing where they like got the egg from the uh small island Mm -hmm. it's like a spiritual it's like a tradition because the gods came down in this egg shaped craft right and okay. it landed on that island, and it landed on that small island, and the and the gods helped them create these statues to help them protect mm. the island. By gods, we mean aliens. Aliens, baby, right? And that's like the whole uh, what a lot of people believe. The egg traditions thing is actually an alien craft. Um, they help them make these statues, like help them transfer port it with like a, like you know yeah whatever fucking shit they transported it with <laughs> some like you anti-gravity know, shit they anti-gravity have. just moving it across the island like yeah. <laughs> I mean this one is interesting I mean again of course there's no evidence or anything because why would there be this one's a little different than like the pyramids and stuff though you know like these aren't as amazing as the pyramids. You know what I mean? No. Like these, there's not like insane, like mathematics and like geography and like all that kind of no. stuff like involved in these. These are just some like really tall, like heavy statues. Right. And they were made way later than the pyramids were made. Right. So it's like, obviously people are going to talk, people are going to talk about aliens because it's a, it's a mystery. And anytime there's a mystery involved, aliens, aliens come in, but I don't know about this one. <laughs> And then the, I think that those are very possible. Like it's very doable that like humans made and moved those. But anyway, yeah. So another theory is that that Rapa Nui chiefkin, like all of a sudden they had this one religion that they always devoted them to, but all of a sudden this Birdman came into the. No one knows what this Birdman was. He said to come flying down. And this is like part of their legend. This is part of their legend. How did they have this? I thought they didn't have like a written like language or anything. I know, but this is passed down from centuries. Oh, just, yeah. just like stories told. Okay. And they've actually like found carvings. They've like made some carvings that like kind of show. So basically they had this one um, 
way of thinking. Like the religion was based off one thing, but then mm. after this Birdman came, which they made like some like drawings of and every stuff, and like people say like yeah, that was a Birdman. Mm. Their total religion completely switched. Like they were all oh. now praising the Birdman, praising the Birdman, and scientists don't have the uh, explanation to why. Why the Birdman all of a sudden just came so important? Why would you just switch religions like that? Okay, so that's a big mystery that they can't explain. That's interesting. So at some point in their history, we noticed that there's this Birdman creature. Yeah, and as soon as that happened, they're all oh, praising oh, this Birdman yeah. creature and all that. That's crazy. The Birdman came like that's they what they devoted their life to the Birdman. Okay. They think that that could be it. So that an alien. So aliens do stay. Hey, hey, that's an alien. Hey, that's that's interesting. You know, who's the Birdman? Where right. did he come from? And there's also if you go under the island, there's like a lot oh. of caves and stuff like Ooh, that. Underwater caves. Yeah. Ooh. And they've found. They've actually done like an, a documentary on expedition. So they found drawings. Of what looks to be like small humanoid big faces. Same drawings as on Nazca. Like the same alien shaped human that you can find on, on the side of a mountain. Mm-hmm. Is drawn on Easter Island. Where is this mountain at? In Chile. In Chile. Okay. Wow. So like wow, how how they make these similar faces. Like what prompted them to do that? Yeah. And those, you know. Yeah, technically... Eastern Island is part of Chile right now, but like they're thousands of miles away, right? right? Yeah. It's like over 1,500 miles from Chile. So back then, that's not an easy trip. No. So yeah, that's interesting. How did they both share the same? Yeah. I mean, they're over 3,000 miles apart. Over 3,000? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Between, between Eastern Island and Chile? Yeah. 3,000 miles? Holy like, fuck. The island's like in the middle oh, of wow. like nowhere. 2,182 miles away from wow. Chile. So that's like a far distance to have two similar drawings. Yeah. Def- from back different, then, yeah, yeah. And from different cultures. Like the Nazca is a different type of culture mm-hmm. than the uh, people on Easter Island were. So that's interesting. Yeah. They've also. The ancient astronaut theory is really, really interesting, man. Always interesting. There's so many like similar like like pyramids and drawings and accounts from so many different ancient civilizations that had no contact with each other or lived like thousands of years apart or, or thousands of miles apart that all like talk about very similar things and that that just the ancient astronaut theory is very interesting right. there's a lot there you know maybe we should do a whole episode on just that we could we should. We're gonna make. We're gonna be made fun of. Like eventually, we're gonna be, we're we're, gonna be called crazies. You're gonna be called fucking out there people. <laughs> well, those people just don't do the research. Those people just don't care. They just don't. They're just boring, <laughs> stupid people. They just believe everything they read in their history textbook from high school. So fuck those people. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I think Christopher Columbus was a great guy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> dude christopher columbus didn't dude robert e lee man yeah they, they the just, boy no right well, <laughs> wait was robert e lee the the confederate or the the confederate oh he was no he sucks <laughs> uh, no ulysses s grant he's yeah. the union guy yeah i know robert e lee sucks <laughs> but, but anyway, i'm just saying like yeah. like 
you know, people are like, oh, that's so crazy and stupid. It's like, well, you just haven't looked into that, dude. You don't like. There's just a lot of unexplained there's mysteries. There's so much yeah. interesting stuff. And like, you just believe whatever mainstream science tells you. And mainstream science isn't always right, man. No, definitely it's just not. not. So, what's They're ver- out there, man? The aliens are out there. <laughs> so, it's very interesting um, when they've started to explore these caves because these are fairly recent. That like people have started really that going they found deep. these caves yeah, and, and stuff. Start going in deep and find them. Are they like underwater caves or are they just like in the side? Like what? No, they're like on, they've done rituals. Like people, they found human bones out there. They've oh, done rituals wow. and stuff, sacrifices. But what's very interesting? They found some strange looking bones that like some claim don't look human. Uh, they even like took a camera crew down there to show them. And, like talk, you talk can, you can tell. That some of those said some of those bones look look like a little odd and stuff. Okay. But however, the government won't allow anybody to take anything off the island, or it's like a preserve spot, so like nothing can be taken, nothing can be. So all you can do is take pictures of it. They won't do. They won't. The government refuses to do any. Um, they can't even just take a tiny little sample they, or something to just do a quick all DNA protected. test or something. All protected. Dude, fuck that! Come on. That would That's be just like how like the Egyptian government won't let anybody look at like what's under the fucking sphinx or something. It's like, come on, this could be like <laughs> yeah. huge advancements in Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, it could be like nothing. You could have ruined the Sphinx forever, but still <laughs> You wouldn't you'd be able to fix it. Like, come on. But 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 this one's even dumber. It's not like like all we would need is a tiny, like probably like the smallest sample ever of a bone. That's all you right. need. Nothing would even be ruined or anything. I think maybe they have done some DNA. There's nothing that's allowed to be taken away. So maybe they have done some DNA testing and they haven't really found anything strange. But they aren't able to move these structures, these bones. Mm. So at the moment, it looks like they're trying to work an agreement to get it DNA tested. Okay. But at the moment, it's like a sacred uh, space because that's where they've done a lot of sacrifices. A lot of bunkers will just say it's just human bones. They just look a little odd, a little strange. So What's kind of, strange about them? Do, do they, they have say? like elongated skulls. Um, oh, but those are you know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm again. There's no. It's not saying it's alien. They just look odd, and so I see. We'd like to know for it's sure. Probably not. It's it's probably just right. They just look skull, a little strange. Like bones from some, yeah. you know way back in the day or something. But that's crazy that they have like the same kind of drawings and stuff as yeah. You know, other civilizations that were thousands of miles away from right. them. And the mysterious Birdman. Yeah. That's that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this whole the whole thing is interesting. The, the, the actual Moai and how they were moved and stuff, to be honest, I don't think it's that mm-hmm. crazy. I really think, mm-hmm. like, they probably just moved them on logs. How they stood them up, you know? I mean, they're only, the tallest one, like we said, was only about 30, 33 feet. There's got it, you know, there's, there's ways. How? Using like rope and stuff. There's probably a way to like have one person tied over here, one person over here, both tied. And then they both just like pull it up or something. You know, I think it's possible to do that. They would need a lot of people to be able to pull it. That's what, that's for sure. To be able to get it to stand up. But you know, like if you had one rope that was tied to it, two ropes that are tied to it and they both, kind of went out in like a triangle and pulled in the same direction to like lift it up. I think you could do it that way. Right. If you had a strong enough rope and strong enough people. <laughs> right. So 
that's not insane to me, but, but it's interesting that we ended up talking about the ancient astronaut theory and there's a lot of, you know, cool stuff about Easter Island that yeah. has to do with that. That's interesting. Um, and then how it lands on like the, uh, they say it is a great spot for electromagnetic field and that's uh, how. Yeah. Yeah. That whole, that whole stuff. Right. Yeah. And they say that some even will go out there and say that Easter Island was a genetic experiment. <laughs> really? Yeah. That they like were it, so like isolated. A, like a genetic experiment for aliens? Like yeah. They were, they were, <laughs> and then they just like took most of their population away because they were deformed or stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing, no, nothing really. Explains that, how they got dinosaur. Yeah. Hey, it's a really easy explanation of how Easter Island went from like a huge civilization to like three thousand people. Yeah, she's like, dude, they just went through a portal. Like, duh. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole thing about the electromagnetic stuff that just is like that just kind of means they that's something that people like to say that like that attracts like alien activity. Yeah, that's why like the same thing about the pyramids, like they're in a geographical spot where like, you know, there's a lot of electromagnetic energy, that kind of thing. Right. So that's what they're saying. It's a hot spot. Yeah. But I think the mystery for them is mostly like these primitive, these primitive people were able to make these gigantic things and move yeah. them and place yeah. them in certain ways. Yeah. And of course we'll never know. No. It's mystery bros. We'll never know how exactly they did it. But I'd love That's to hop in at the fucking time machine yeah. ASAP, dude. And check and it out. Check it out, dude. There'd be a lot more things I'd be doing, though. I know. Definitely. I'd for sure be going to ancient <laughs> Egypt first. But um, Would you eventually get to it? Eventually, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wouldn't be in the top of my list, you know. There'd be a lot of other things I'd be checking out first. Um, But yeah, so I think that's that's about it for Easter Island. Right. Um, This one's interesting. Interesting. I liked it. Um. Now we're going to get into simulation theory. theory. Now, warning here. (laughs) We're going to go on some tangents here. We're going to talk about some very theoretical ideas. We're going to get kind of philosophical. There's not really a whole lot of like facts about this theory. It's just kind of, you know, it's a really interesting, crazy theory that we're going to talk about. Um, and, we'll, and then, you know, we'll talk about, like, the computing needed, that kind of stuff. Yes. And that stuff we can get into, like, actual, like, facts and numbers. But other right. than that, we're just, we're going to get real deep here. If, so you're in, if, you're big into, you know. if you're big in the Matrix, this is for you, man. Yeah, it's it's still a super cool idea. Yeah. And, man, it's crazy. And, and you know, it's super, it's super fun to talk about. So we're going to get into that now. So, like, the first, if you think about the first, like, people who came up with computer the theory of computers and um, that we could maybe be inside of the computer simulation uh, was by Ren Des- Desart and later by Hans Movrick. They've described that like, you know, in the last years, like in the 1980s, the first video games came out and they were like Pac-Man. Think how far we've yeah. come in the last 30 years yeah. with video games. When did he come up with this theory? This is back in 2003. 2003 was the first time that... Yeah. Well, like the first time, like these people have made it well known, and this is what right. kind of like people have made it well known, and this is what kind of what their argument is for simulation theory. So the theory goes like, all right, so like in the last years, we've made advancement in technology. Like, think yeah. of the first video games you played. Think about like how realistic they look in twenty twenty. I mean, video games were around before I was even born. You know, they're, they video games came out in like the eighties, right? 
Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So, and, and it was just like Pong or like yeah. Snake and shit. And then like, yeah, yeah. In the last 40 years, we've gone like done some incredible things with video games. Like now we oh, have yeah. like VR. Yeah. Like you can go like inside, like not pretty much. And but the like, new graphics on the PlayStation 5 look fucking crazy. Yeah. So just think about like how advanced would be in a thousand years or like 5,000 years or right. a million years. Like yeah. how far advanced we go. So there's like two, there's two theories, like why we wouldn't do this. One theory is we would never make it that far. We destroy ourselves. Like we get extinct. Hold on, hold on. So like, so they're saying that like, since in 40 years, like that's how much technology has gotten better. So in a thousand years, it could be so good that we've created, we've already created yeah, we uh, can. a simulated world that we can't tell the difference from or, or just a simulated world for our, our consciousness Correct. that we go to that. And when we wake up from this, we're in a different world. Right? Uh, yeah. I mean, like, think about it. I feel like in the next couple hundred years, we could even like, you know, the Madden game, like someone could go play quarterback or something like make it feel real. Like they're moving. Like yeah. they're actually doing the motion. I feel like stuff. in like in the next hundred years, we could, co- we make it. That's the case. Why don't you just go play football? Because <laughs> you can't get 22. People. I know. But like, maybe you're like, yeah, you're not that good. And you just want to have like, feel, make the feeling that you're good. Yeah. I would do it. I'll play. You wouldn't play as the Lions quarterback. Evan. Yeah. Fuck yeah, take your fun. team to the Super Bowl. Yeah. That'd be fun. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I was just fucking around. <laughs> but so, so like the theory is that they've created a simulation that's so. They're doing like perfect. an ancestry simulation. They're trying to figure out how they've come like this. Yeah. And by then, they've like thought of a way, like how we, how they could like watch us evolve. There's been, dude. Did you watch the show Devs? I I'm told not. you to fucking watch it. I'll watch it's it. It's about that, dude. It's really fucking crazy. It's a good show. Nick Offerman's in it. What's it? What's um, like the main? It's like the main. That's what it's about. It's about it that they created a, a quantum computer that basically is like recreating it. It's like recreating reality as it happened, and it started from like the beginning, and it just like recreate. It's it's insane. It's a crazy show, and it's about like that computer and like what they're trying to do with it, and it, it's a really good show. I won't give any more away. I kind of gave away the twist of the first episode. You don't realize what it is, but yeah, you, you figure that out by like episode two. That's not that bad. I mean, you're gonna get a lot of hate on Twitter. I'm sorry, yeah, man. I should have said spoiler. Right there. I mean, you figure out what they're doing by like episode two okay. or three. So come on, but perfect. Good show, anyway. But it's about that. And like they created this quantum computer that basically it like it can basically like have a code for every single like atom that the Earth has ever had, basically, and and. And they like recreate reality. It's insane. Yeah, that's incredible. And like, who's to say we have these quantum computers right now? You know what I mean? They can't quite do that yet. But no, like, but like in a couple thousand of years, we don't know. Dude, what if we you can. look into quantum computing, it's scary, dude. Like, it's crazy. Like, they can do some insane shit. Wow. With quantum computers, so like, how far off are we from being able to recreate? a virtual world or a virtual reality. It's just trying to get it to where yeah, you can feel the sensations and everything. That's a new level. That's a new level. But GTA, like that's like a whole new world. Like we've already created that in like yeah. 30 years of like video games. Elon Musk is creating, I mean, G- <laughs> GTA is like, that's true. It's, it's a, it's an open world, but it's not that big. It's not like the, the world. No, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying like how we've got what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. It's like an, it's an open world concept and like, yeah. And, and 
was I saying? Oh yeah, Elon Musk is already like creating the Neuralink that like they're about to start testing on people, I think, pretty soon, where it's like a fucking like Neuralinks they insert in your brain and it can make you like it can like if you like are paralyzed in an arm, it can like cure that and like make it so you can move on. Like they we can cure like crazy shit like that. So like how far off are we from being able to put something in our head that like feels sensations and then yeah, you want to be a star of a world putting somewhere ourselves yeah. in a fucking virtual world, man. Yeah. If our brains can create dreams, there's gotta be a way for us to like figure out how to do that and stimulate that. And then eventually yeah, figure out that. how to control it. And then yeah. eventually that's basically like, you know, who knows? I maybe mean, we're, maybe really, we're just brains in jars, dude, yeah. sitting somewhere. I mean, really, if you think about it, have you ever had like a dream where you thought like you've been, you're like, you know, you're dreaming. Yeah. Lucid dream. Yeah. I've, I've done some crazy shit. Yeah. Like it's cause like, you know, what you're if not, we could figure out how the brain did that and how yeah. to like recreate that. And like, you know, dude, we're getting deep. Yeah. We're getting deep. This is Phil. This is some, some crazy <laughs> shit here, but I love talking about it. Yeah, dude. Who knows, man? Who knows? So, like, the two theories of why we wouldn't create, like, a simulation theory. Why we wouldn't? Yeah, why we wouldn't do it. Okay. Is why I, we either get extinct, like, we never make it that far. We never get that technological advance. Or we just never do it. It's, like, too dangerous, or we just don't want to do that. We don't want to create a simulation advance. I don't believe we, that at all. We're, we're trying to do it right now. We're trying to figure it out now. So Well, like, maybe we have more compassion. Maybe, maybe we have get, go extinct before, but... yeah. Well, maybe I have more compassion. Have you ever seen the episode uh, Black Mirror, the White Christmas episode? I love that. Yeah, I love Black Mirror, dude. Great, yeah. great show. Do you know? Do you know the White Christmas episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like the guy, like they inject the girl with like like something that it could like mind machine her uh, house, like it can control her house, like her thing. <laughs> they did it so right. say that better. <laughs> mind machine control house. Did you know the scene I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like they take like like the, her like a little consciousness not not consciousness like what she like yeah, thinks they, yeah and like put it in a machine yeah and the machine thinks it's real and like the she guy, thinks she's real in the machine yeah. and he basically has to, to like tell her like yeah. this is your fucking life now like, yeah oh. torture so doesn't like, she like and then it's forever right like yeah. she doesn't then she tries to like kill herself but it which won't happen yeah, yeah, it won't happen you can't sleep you can't do it and like yeah. she, she banished her for like six months dude to, to like, her it felt like six months yeah, but it was, it was really like, like a second yeah yeah man so maybe we just have more compassion like we just don't do that we just, we, <laughs> maybe we just don't do that like that's different than creating a virtual world yeah but okay so yeah so the two hypotheses where we don't do that. It's yeah. just because one, we go extinct before we can, we have the chance to, and two, because we, we just don't want to, don't want to, which I don't, I don't believe that. Or we just don't make it that real, realistic. Like we just don't make it that realistic. Where they think I don't see that. I don't see that as happening. I, it looks like we're trying our hardest to make that kind of shit. You know, I mean, maybe once we get close to it, we start to realize and we start to think about like yeah. what could happen, but who knows? I think we're going to do it. But so like the theory keeps going though. Okay. Is, that well then those are only two theories but if we've done it it's highly unlikely that we're living this through the first time why because they just say it's like it's just like the like the possibility is just endless like we've probably like lived so many like this is probably like this is definitely not the first time we've gone through this yeah yeah because the probability is so low that we're living this we can't remember anything from previous lives or anything if we have you live them you know what i mean no i'm not saying like ourselves like 
like we're in the simulation, but like that we're living this through the first time as a species. Like this is actually the real timeline of us human beings is highly unlikely. So they're basically saying that this is like a simulate. That's why it's a simulation. It's highly unlikely that we're living this through the first time since we're, since what we've been able to capable of doing already. Oh, I see what you're saying now. So it's highly unlikely that these are the timeline that's actually happening right now. Like we probably lived this through like moons of years ago and we're just a simulation going back. It's so crazy, dude. I hate to get this real philosophical on this podcast because just not us, but (laughs) this whole episode has been really just like deep and philosophical, not deep, but like (laughs) crazy and philosophical. Cause like, there's like, just like all like kind of reality, like all kind of alternatives, what this could be. But like it's it stems from like Plato and Democritus to like Greek philosophers, and we all know who Plato was. He uh, wrote Atlantis. So yeah. So one theory is that Democritus came up is that the reality like that we live in is made up by atoms, protons. Like the reality is perceived by our brain, and that's his theory that everything is real, that everything's real around us. And Plato's theory is more idealism that. Our brain perceives our the reality. Our brain makes our reality. Yeah. So kind of like so what like dreams are. The physical are. world is not necessarily like out there. It's what there. we. It's yeah, our brains brain, perceiving. It's it. our brains perceiving the physical world. But what does his does his theory explain? Like where our brains are, or like where what we're doing. No, but that's basically the concept okay. of what he's like, what people he didn't are trying really to get into. That he just yeah. said like. Our brain is the ones that our are brain is what's the, perceiving reality. So yeah. it could it could be like, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's not real. It's around us. Yeah, that was that's what I was trying to get at there. And then if you want to go back to like the so like one of the evidence that they point to for this theory, um, if you want to go back to the Big Bang. Okay. So if you believe in the material theory that Big Bang started everything, Big Bang started the universe. Yeah. But how did something start out of nothing? Yeah. That's where shit gets crazy, man. Yeah. And I, it, I, yeah, like, I don't understand that stuff enough, though. To be, you know what I mean? Like, I don't either. But I don't understand but how that's we like, started but from that's, nothing. That's, that's, scientists have not solved that out. Like, have yeah, solved we've that. never been able to actually, pr- like. Yeah, how does, like, something know. come from nothing? So, but if you believe the virtual theory is that, like, yeah. It makes total sense because if you like reboot a reality, if you create a reality, um, it starts from nothing and there was no time or anything before that. Yeah. Like you basically created that reality. Yeah. So like it was a startup from like a computer. Um, and it also explains that like if you do space and time, if like, you know how like time goes, like time can be dilated for like if it goes faster, like time slows down. Yeah. That kind of stuff. That can also be done by a virtual uh, word finite processor it's inside a computer. So that's what kind of happens when you make a reality because it's something that speeds up is actually slowing down. Mm-hmm. Very philosophical. I, I can't like explain it too hard because it's like, super scientific yeah. too. Like it's very physics heavy, and I, I didn't. I'm not super. I'm not really smart in that area. Right. But yeah, like I know that like if you're going faster than like the speed of light, then then you're. S- time slows down right yeah so that's another thing that's another thing that people point to that this is a simulation theory because in a virtual world you would have something there'd be something that the speed like something the computer couldn't process there'd be a limit to what the computer could process 
Okay. So there'd be a speed so limit. So that's kind of what it's like. It yeah. slows down. If... There's a speed limit. Yeah. And you'd find that in a virtual processor as well. Could you imagine the, like, the kind of processor you would need to have, like, an entire world created? Like, here's another question. Do we think that, like, this reality, this, this like, simulation that we're living through is individual? Or do you think that all of us are different people being simulated simultaneously? So like you're like, going, are you real, right? Are you even real? Because like maybe this is my simulation and none of you are real. You're all fucking just simulated in my head. I wish I knew that. Do you know what kind of life are I'm doing? Real, bro? I don't know, man. But but yeah, like like I wonder. You know what kind of life I'd be living right now if I knew like everything else was like a simulation. <laughs> no one was me. real. Nobody else is real, man. That's where we're at. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Did any of them get into that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I have to, like, find... All right, so if you want to go into, like, one of another theory, like, evidence of why it's real, you have to go by Jim, James Gate, and he says he can find computer code in the uh, dirt. Yeah, that's that mathematician, right? Yeah. So he says he's written, like, the equations um, that you can find in the dirt. Again, yeah, there's, no, there's equations... In nature, yeah, like, like equations for nature that you can come that you can yeah. like observe and you can like discover these equations that just in nature that, govern nature. And in some of those equations, it starts to look like computer code, right? Right, and it, it looks like zeros and ones. He explains, yeah, and it says like it's computer code for like the Milky Way, like how like how that all works. Yeah, he's been talking about this for for. He came up with this in like 2012-ish, right? Yeah. Somewhere around there. I tried to listen to a podcast or like like a speech that he gave where he talked about it, and he lost me real quick. Yeah, like I can't really explain it either. Yeah, That's like, he lost been... me real quick, but I believe him. <laughs> I trust him. He's a smart motherfucker. But yeah, it's just it's just how the way nature works. You can kind of put that into equations, yeah. into math, and he does that because he's really smart. <laughs> And he figured out that like it, uh, the equations really look kind of like computer code, right? Equations. This is, yeah, this was back in uh, 2010, 2011. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so it hasn't been a theory, for, or he he discovered it back then, like those equations. So like, I hope he's still looking into that. I hope he's still look, you know. Sure he is. Yeah, right? but like, how could we ever prove it? Like, I feel like yeah, our creators want to prove. Like, there's how, no way you could ever prove it. But um, there's Bell's theory where they've done like some tests on like photons and neutrons that go through like small spaces, and like how they react is not how we expect them to react. Yeah, they kind of go very deep and explain it like in very scientific terms. But basically, what they found out from these experiments is when you look at something. It, you perceive it different, like it it goes one like the photons neutrons react a certain way but if you don't observe they react totally different yeah so like my phone like we're both looking at it it sees one way but if we're not yeah i mean yeah it, they have shown some done some like experiments with that where they say like anatomically 
things change so quickly and like yeah when you're when you're observing something like it acts differently so they're trying to say like that's like when no one's looking the computer doesn't need to be processing that right right so that's why that's crazy yeah so einstein was trying to disprove that like this world is materialistic and he says there's too many spontaneous interactions that like happen for this to be like some kind of simulation, but somehow or not, they've like disproved that they found like tiny, like little, if you break atoms down and stuff, they look like pixels, kind of like computer pixels. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, that's kind of part of the theory, right? That like basically every single atom is being, is like a piece of the code and that's how you put the reality together right? right that's how you create the reality is you like in that show like in devs like they have this quantum computer that can just literally can like there's a code for every single atom right and they also explain like and atoms act really crazy really strangely so that you know that's something that we attribute to possibly being a computer code who knows right that's how you would have to do it if you're going to create a reality you would have to like do it on the anatomical level for it to be this real. Correct. They also say like space. Um, space ain't real. Like, <laughs> well, let's go. Let's get into that. <laughs> well, if, if reality isn't real, then space isn't real. Yeah. Well, they're saying like dark matter. We can't prove that exists. Yeah. It could be that the distance is all just relative to like the processor of the computer. Like we just perceive the distance, but it could be not that far away. Yeah. It's all just made and like these indents. They also said how like this, the moon is so perfectly aligned with the planet mm. Earth that yeah, it's created. If you get into that, yeah, yeah, the moon. There's a lot of like things about the moon that are just just happen to be perfect, like very coincidental. Right. But I mean. That's like, yeah, I know. Now we're getting into like whack job shit. Now we're getting the <laughs> flat earth shit. No, that's just like a theory that they. But I get that. They're yeah. like, so with simulation theory, like, you know, a lot of people say that we're not that far off from being able to create computers that have that. You know what I mean? That that have the processing power to do that. So yeah, we're we're not really that far off from being able to compute yes insanely complex things like that and um the way that that we're we're trying to do that is through quantum computing now quantum computing is is crazy it's 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 deep it's you need a very very deep understanding of physics to be able to like really understand yeah, we're gonna like, break it down for you got another two and a half hours here so uh <laughs> we'll, break it it away. Down, <laughs> we'll break it down in like layman's terms um so yeah so with quantum computing it's like basically a normal computer reads everything through ones and zeros and a quantum computer can be combinations of one and zero at the same time, it can kind of be like anywhere in between one and yeah. zero. So that just opens up so many more possibilities and it allows the computers to be able to like do insanely complex um, calculations and stuff so fast. Like 
like the calculation that it would take our best supercomputer that we have today, it would take it 10,000 years to compute this calculation and a quantum computer would do it in about three minutes. We think, yeah. That's how much power, more powerful a quantum computer is. And um, it uses qubits instead of bits like computers use where it's like a bit is just something that says either one or zero. It uses qubits and qubits can, like we said, be all kinds of combinations in between there. So it can have so many different more possibilities. And um, I mean, the, the like, this is the most physics I can get into <laughs> here is that it works off of the idea of entanglement, which we even, we really don't understand how entanglement, right. like the, we don't fully understand entanglement, but we can observe it and we know it works, but it's basically the, that like protons and stuff can, they can transfer is it, I think it's photons. Photons can transfer information between each other at a relative at an extremely fast speed, speed yeah. at like almost instantaneously and over crazy distances. So, so we're, we're using that. We don't know how that works, but like, we don't even understand that, but we're using the fact that that's a fact to create these quantum computers. And, and man, it's like, like I think they said it would take 20 qubits to be able to, compute every single atom in the universe that's crazy okay so that's kind of what we're talking about with simulation theory yeah. is that that there's that we have we've created these quantum computers already and we're just in the simulation right now yeah. we don't know it well maybe we're you never know it could be like inception in a simulation of a simulation of assimilation. Uh, that's that's dreams inside <laughs> yeah, They're like, we're in a dream inside of a dream inside of a dream. Yeah, no. What if we get there? What if we create quantum computers yeah. and we're actually in a simulation run by quantum computers yeah. and we're in, and then we get inside a simulation inside a simulation? It's just an ever going simulation. Yeah, I mean that's where we get real deep, but but yeah, so quantum computers is what's allowing us to have that type of thing in sight, you know what I mean? And, and we're not that far off, you know, there, I think that there's still some physics issues because when you, when you get down to the quantum level, like we kind of talked about earlier, like photons and electrons and all that, when you get down to that quantum level, they act so strangely and they do. We still can't understand. Things. Like, yeah. If any sort of interference goes on apparently with these quantum computers, like, cause they're using so many, like, photons to like transfer all this information yeah. and like all these different qubits and apparently if like any sort of interference happens it like it like ruins everything i don't know I can't you'd have to have anything. a backup yeah. you'd have to have a backup thing yeah so we're we're running simulations on like supercomputers that we have right now about what quantum Computer. computers would do Dude. which is kind of crazy i don't understand how that works either but and and they're yeah they're they're calculating that we will achieve quantum supremacy like pretty quickly if we can get, I'm not quite sure what is standing in our way right now. They didn't really explain that very much. They said like how it all interacts together. Just the way that just like things on the quantum level are so loopy that we can't like, we we can't make them. We can't control it. I see. We can't can't control control it it yet. Could you imagine just 20 qubits would be able to calculate every single atom? We could find out our biggest 
like what we're looking for, like our biggest mysteries. I mean, with quantum computers, like essentially what you could do, you could have a computer run simulations on like on anything. Like, like they're saying you could have computer run simulations on like financial stuff and it would be able to come up with, with so many possibilities and so many simulations that you could sort of predict the future. You know, like, like they're saying that quantum computers could end up, fucking telling us the few you know like because it can it can calculate so many different scenarios and so many different options that you're basically like seeing into the future like if this it could calculate so many different different scenarios that like billions and billions and trillions of scenarios so you would know almost exactly like if this if this one person put his money here how that would change everything. If this one person did this, how that would change all of information. Yeah. Yeah. And you would have so much, you could see into the future, man. You know, maybe this is what this is, is right now. Maybe this is an experiment. Maybe someone right now is putting a little coronavirus, like say like, how would the world (laughs) react? They're checking out like different scenarios. Yeah. It's like, how would the world react to this? All the scenarios. (laughs) It's like, maybe they're just like bored. Like, all right, people are kind of like bored. Like let's kind of spice things up a little. Yeah. All the scenarios, man. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and then there's also some, some scary things to that. Like if someone has access to a quantum computer, they could break codes and like, and you know what I mean? Figure out like a, a quantum computer could just like try every possible combination of password that anything could be and probably figure it out. in like within 10 minutes, yeah. you know what I mean? You could crack all our passwords, all that kind of stuff. So they're, they're worried about the security of it and how, I mean, at this point, I think like quantum computers are so advanced and it takes so much money to create them that you almost need to have like government backing or something to be able to create it. So at this point they're not worried about it getting into like the wrong hands, but eventually, you know, like like eventually maybe 150 years from now, quantum computers have just replaced regular computers and we all have them in our house. Then like, yeah, you know, but I think that by then they'd figure out securities like ways for, it's like a supercharged password that changes like every five seconds or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like they'd figure out some crazy way to keep it secure by that time. But, but yeah, it's, it's insane, dude, quantum computing. And that's, that's basically like if you buy into simulation theory from the perspective that we are in a computer simulation right now, kind of like what James Gunn was trying to say, that kind of thing, then it would be, you'd be able to say, well, look, we've already theoretically figured out a computer that can do that. We've already theoretically figured out that all we need is 20 qubits to be able to calculate every single atom in the entire universe. So like it's a possibility that, that we've done that and we're in it right now. So one thing like about, simulation theory is where like you kind of have to assume that eventually we'll be able to simulate consciousness yeah. replicate it code it yeah replicate consciousness and to be honest we don't really understand what consciousness even is right um i think the best like explanation we have is like neurons and synapses is firing in our brain like through electrical electrical pulses right. that you know compute things in a way if, if you you know, if you want to put it that way, our brains, you know, we go through different, uh, like 
you know, questions. Like we, we, our brains can compute things so quickly. Like there's like 10 to the like three power E, like an insane, huge fucking number per second that our brains can compute. And it's like, you know, like a computer that could compute all these things. And like, not just you, like everybody else inside that simulation too. Yeah. Which is right now, like impossible. Our current understanding, we can't do it. Yeah. And our current understanding, it's impossible. But who knows what we know. They say like all decisions that would have to be made are more than there are stars in the universe, which is yeah, a lot. But it just gets you thinking, Evan, maybe we're just code. <laughs> yeah, you know, con- what is consciousness? We don't really understand it. You know, yeah. We don't know what that means. So it's... Uh, but they're saying if we're able to create it, we could we probably created millions of worlds already that could simulate all sorts of things. They're assuming that we eventually figure out a way to create it quickly and easily. Like right now it's taken us years and years to figure out. Maybe they're saying that like the once we crack the code, all the parts and stuff are just are really simple so we right. could we could make them really easily, but like it's taken us a long, long, long time just to figure out how to create the first one. You know, I'm sure that the parts and, and getting all those like qubits and creating, all, you know what I mean? I'm sure it's not like an instantaneous thing. But I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> Think there are any glitches if we're in a simulation? That's the thing. They've, they've done a good job. You know what? People have talked about there's, you know, glitches in the simulation, man. Like they see deja vu, you know, like when you see the same thing a couple times, you know, it's like, oh, that's a glitch. But as far as like actual like glitches, like they done a good fucking job. I haven't noticed any, you know what I mean? Like there's not. (laughs) No, no building, no building. It's just like like, (laughs) fucking stuck. Like can't, you know what I mean? There's no. Dude, that'd be weird. Could you just imagine like something just like froze just like for a second and like back to normal? Yeah. Dude's like people walking on the street just kind of like skipping through like space time. It's like because the computer's glitching. I don't know. I've never seen anything like that happen so yeah i definitely had some like deja vu you know where you see like oh man like that's exactly like what i saw like earlier today you know what i mean like that kind of stuff but it's not yeah nothing like provable that's like this is a glitch in the computer that's the thing that's the thing with mystery bros we're not gonna be able to prove this yeah not not now at least once we create the technology then we can probably prove it or disprove it but yeah i mean there's like even like have you heard theories of like we can upload our consciousness into like robots and live forever yeah but we can't actually do that yeah no but that's like a theory yeah so it's like possible that we could just one day just create it yeah We'll see. But we got to do that first. We haven't yeah. been able to map out the human brain. It's not It's not going to happen anytime soon. We're, this is like, this has to be like millions of years. Yeah. Like if humans survive for like millions of years. Our brains are so complex and there's so many different synapses yeah. and neurons and stuff that we don't have the, com- the current computing power to be able to like map out our brains. We haven't been able to do that yet. No. So, you know? But, yeah. 
I think that, man, once we do, we're getting into some, like, some shady, like, dangerous territory. You know what I mean? Once we've mapped out the human brain, what if we can build a human brain? That's what fucking Elon Musk is, I think, like, trying to do with that, like, Neuralink thing. He's trying to, like, be able to, like, access parts of our brains that for some reason some people can't or something, you know what I mean? Or, like, that had some damage, maybe. Like, they're trying to find out, like, like if someone's blind and they put, like, a Neuralink in, they can, like, the Neuralink can, like, activate, like, parts of your brain that, like, see, see and then you can see again. Could you that imagine kind of someone who's never seen it in their life also could just see? Yeah, that's insane. They're also saying, like, you'll be able to, like, control, like, computers and stuff with your with your mind. Like, you'll be able to just, like... That's dangerous. Yeah, that's crazy, huh? <laughs> what if there's a glitch? What if someone can hack my, like, thing? <laughs> what if our brains get hacked? Yeah, Did someone just know, control man. me? Can someone just go like, oh, look, look, I can control Evan right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, this one, we're definitely going off the deep end with this, with this episode here, yes. with this part. Like we are getting very like hypothetical and very, uh, you know, woo woo. If you want to call it that. <laughs> um, it's just different, different but than what we really usually do. To think yeah. about and really interesting to talk about. You know, it's it's. I don't fully understand it, but I get it. You know, I get what it could do. I get that kind of stuff. I just don't quite fully understand. I'm not a physicist. I don't get how yeah. we're doing it, but I get that it can be done, and it's really interesting to think about. You know, to like hypothesize about what could really happen. You know, all the possibilities makes us question everything right if we create a computer that can like basically tell us the future in every type of scenario like what do we do with that you know what how does you know what what kind of like what if there's just a grim ending what if it just shows us like no matter what you guys are going to go extinct probably the case probably the case it's crazy dude. it's crazy it's fucking crazy it's like a computer that can just play out so many different scenarios that it, it knows everything. It's insane. Yeah. Maybe there's a scenario where there's no, we are 2020. There's like a different simulation where life is normal. We could also like rerun the past. You know yeah. I mean? Like we can figure out exactly how the pyramids were built. In the past, yeah. You know, it's how would we know? How would the computer know how to, how would, how we like evolved. I don't know. It would just go through so many like scenarios that we would have to like find one that looks a lot like what, you know what I mean? We, we'd, we'd go through like a scenario that it's like, okay, here's the pyramids in this scenario that they're exactly like the pyramids here. So how did they do it in this scenario? You know, how did it happen in this just kind of go off of that and it'd be like almost like you could figure things out from the past. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. In the very same way you could predict the future or create the future, dude, you could like look at so many different scenarios. You could say, I want, you know, to have this in life and this in life and this and blah, blah. And it would just tell you exactly what you had to do to do that, to get to that scenario because it can find the one scenario that has all those things. And then it shows you right. how that works. And it's like, you're fucking, 
you're eliminating free will in a way. Like you're kind of, you know, like we get, ah, this just gets so deep. It gets deep. so interesting. Evan, like we could be paying right now for like entertainment. This could just all be like just some show that we just paid for our life. The simulator, like we could be like, yeah, I mean, we could be going the Rick and Morty route where it's like it, we're in a video game right now that someone is just playing and we're not even real. Like we're just all this is simulated and we're living a, a simulated life and then it's over and we go oh, on to the next one or back to real life. You know what I mean? Who knows? Oh, got to go grocery shopping. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> what if you live out something that in our mind, it feels like it's a hundred years and then you get done and you're just some other being in another planet somewhere like in a simulation and you're like, Oh, got to get back to school tomorrow. Or something. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. Like who knows, dude, who knows? Who knows? And what if, what if it's the year, you know, 20 million, you know, and in real life and we've already created so many quantum computers and so many simulations that you can just hop into simulations wherever you want and do different things. Yeah. Man. It's insane. Like there's, that's, there's that route where it's like we're just there's just all kinds of different situations yeah. you can do or there's a route where it's like the earth is just all fucked up so we we all jump into simulations to like escape from it you know what I mean our brains are just connected to like a huge computer yeah crazy uh, it's just it's just so much you know and I think I think that the I think that the thing that James Gates is doing is really interesting how he's finding yeah, that kind of stuff in the universe and like within the nature and stuff. It's like, that's like, that almost is like, how is that possible in nature? But I don't know. Or like how things behave differently when we observe it. And when, when we don't, it behaves a different way. Yeah. That's a very interesting thing as well. The way that that works, the way how, on a quantum level, things behave differently based on whether we're observing yeah. it or not. Because it's like that's almost like okay, that that's a you know the, the computer's not processing that right now. It doesn't need to because it's not part of your world right now. You know what I mean? Again, we go back to Rick and Morty, like you know, in the simulation episode where it's like they create that. We did world. not get our evidence from Rick and Morty, no, no, no. <laughs> but they do a good job yeah. of kind of like explaining. And, and, and how like they create that simulation for them. And it's like, it's rendering itself as they're moving and stuff. It's like that, you know, so it doesn't need to simulate the entire world simultaneously. Yeah. It just needs to simulate what you're seeing, what the person's doing. Which is now. basically like, are you real Evan? Am I just like the one in the simulation right now? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm real. I don't know if you're real. Yeah, dude, I don't know. It's just simulation theory is crazy. I know we got a little deep and like woo-woo and crazy there, but, you know, it's just stuff to think about. Right. Um, Our next episode, we're going to talk about the Tylenol murders. Um, They were a string of murders that happened back in the 80s. And, um, you know, it was... It was a big story. Yeah, it was a big story. It was a national yeah. thing. People were afraid. People were calling poison control out of control. Absolutely, yeah. It's crazy. So, um, 
We will. We're going to get into that next week. We may or may not need a quickie on that one. We'll see. I'm thinking maybe we'll do like Allen Hills eight four zero zero one or something like that as a quickie. Um, but yeah. So um, you know, this this episode was fun. Got philosophical. We got real deep there. We got real <laughs> deep and crazy. <laughs> and learned some cool shit about Easter Island. So uh, so yeah, that was a good one. But um, yeah. So Colin on murders next week. And then right. maybe something else. But yeah, so thank you guys for listening and uh, peace out. Peace. Mystery Brothers. Mystery Brothers. Mystery Brothers. Mystery Brothers. Mystery Brothers. Mystery Brothers. Mystery Brothers.